Well, hey, we're back. I don't know what else to say, except who's going to carry Settlers of Catan now? Who? We'll talk about that and the rash of injuries on this episode of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Salutations! Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade, thanking you for making this your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, etc., etc. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Let's get right into it. So we've got a couple of topics that we got to talk about. First, we're going to talk about Pavel Regenda. Then we're going to talk about all the injuries and then wrap up with just a little bit of like extra stuff. So we're going to have this first section talking about Pavel. So the Ducks sent him down to San Diego, which I know surprised a lot of fans, myself included, I'll admit. I thought he was doing just fine in Anaheim, and I thought he did enough to stick around considering all the injuries that are happening, but no, no. He's been reassigned to the San Diego Gulls. Okay, let's just think about that for a second. Pavel Regenda has been one of the bright spots for the Anaheim Ducks this season. And I could see the fans going, what? Why? 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 And I couldn't believe it either. And I think maybe the only reason is that Dallas Eakins is just not finding anywhere to put him, which is ridiculous because Pavel Regenda Regenda has been quite good. In fact, he's been one of the more responsibly defensive Forwards, if that makes any sense. He's responsible in getting good blocked shots. He's right up there with um, Adam Henrique as far as blocked shots on the team. Right up there with Jakob Silverberg and Frank Vetrano. For Pavel to get sent down now is even more of a mystery because the Ducks have had two consecutive games, including Tuesday night, where they went 11 Seven. Let me repeat that. The Ducks have gone 11-7, yet they found no place for Pavel Regenda. How about that 12th forward position? Hmm? How about that? How about the fact that he has been one of five Anaheim Ducks this season to not have a negative game score average, this according to hockey stat cards, if you can believe that. Yeah. That's saying a lot right there. Only Troy Terry, Adam Henrique, Trevor Zegris, Mason McTavish, and Pavel Regenda do not have a negative game score. That's it. That's the list. Just those five players. And the Ducks just sent one of them down to San Diego. If nothing else, that will give him a lot more playing time with the goals. And I actually did allude to this on a recent um, article, well, I did a recap 
for Defend the Nest. If you haven't read that already, check that out. But I'm helping out with Defend the Nest for the time being, doing some articles and writing. And one thing I pointed out is, look, there's a lot of injuries. There's likely going to be guys coming from San Diego to Anaheim. I didn't expect the other way around. Nobody did. We all thought, well, there's all these guys going down. But Regenda has been one of the lone bright spots for the Ducks this season. This season, I thought he's really just come through in a big way. Looking at some of the defensive metrics, he's up there as far as not allowing a whole lot of goals or having a decent expected goals against. For the number of games that he's played and for the number of minutes that he's played, the expected goals against is not bad. It's not bad at all, especially over 60 minutes. The individual expected goals is also good considering the amount of games he's played and the amount of minutes that he has played. His ex- his individual expected goals is 2.45. In 14 games, that's not bad. So far this season, I know it's only been a few games, and I know he's down with San Diego, and he's only 23 years old. But for a 23-year-old, he's had a pretty decent little career going. Um, this season, he's got just the one goal in Anaheim. He's got two goals in four games. Four points in four games for the goals. He'll probably be a point-per-game guy again for San Diego. I expect him to get heavy minutes where he's going to end up in the San Diego roster. I'm honestly going to expect him in that first or second line. That's where I see him playing in San Diego. And San Diego's lines are all messed up right now anyway. I mean, last game, San Diego had a top line with Dmitry Ozipov. I would expect Pavel to be in either the first line with Rocco Grimaldi or maybe Bogru or in that second line with Daniel Regan. But man, I liked I liked Winger and Kirkland last game. Well, I liked Winger last game. Kirkland not so much. So you could slot Regenda either on the Osipov spot in the top line or replacing Kirkland in that second line. And that's kind of a band-aid solution for the San Diego goals who are also mired in a long losing streak and are also in last place in the entire AHL. So a lot could happen with those lines. Uh, just one more thing that I kind of want to talk about, and that is Settlers of Catan. So why am I talking about Settlers of Catan? Well, first off, it's one of the great board games out there, one of the great classic board games out there. And I have always been a big board game guy, um, like playing Pandemic, the solo version. That one's that one's kind of fun, but also has a different meaning now with the Pandemic that we just had. But it was kind of just a can of worms. And shout out to Ali Lozoff, who brought this up on Twitter. And one of the rookies always carries a board game. And it was Pavel Regenda carrying around Settlers of Catan. If you haven't played that before, it's a fun game. Takes a little bit to get into. But I enjoy Catan. I enjoy Pandemic. Um, There's a Ticket to Ride. I love Ticket to Ride. That board game is always a fun one. So just for shiggles, what's your favorite board game? And no, you cannot say Uno because that game creates enemies. You cannot say Monopoly because that game 
also creates enemies. So I want to know, what's your favorite board game? And for the Ducks, it's apparently Settlers of Catan. But it is a rookie duty. The rookies rotate each road trip. And it's between Mason McTavish and Pavel Regendo right now. Obviously, with Pavel being sent down to San Diego, that responsibility falls solely on Mason McTavish. So Mason, do not lose that copy of Settlers of Catan. Do not do it. And by the way, the players right now, the current Settlers, are John Gibson, Adam Henrique, Kevin Shattenkirk, and Anthony Stolarz. Oh, and Stromer also bought the expansion pack. So now Strom and Simon Benoit are added to the Settlers of Catan crew, which I think is awesome. And one little note that I really love. Um, Zegris and Jamie Drysdale had those duties last season, and they forgot Catan so many times that Zegris said he had to buy another copy, and he had two sets in his car at any given time, which I think is hilarious. So yeah, what's your favorite? Let me know in the comments, and I promise today or tomorrow I will get back to the comments. I promise. I'll do that. But there's a lot of stuff going on, including hockey tonight on my end. And yeah, Thursday seems like the optimal day to do that. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. But first, let's talk about Bet Online, which is the one place that has you covered, the one place that we trust. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before the nhl is in full swing right now and hey if you put some money on the ducks last night you came out a big winner there's also lines on which head coach will be fired next (gasps) Mm. who's gonna be fired next i wonder there's also the nba there's the nfl and there's also boxing mma horse racing etc So if you want to check out the latest props, odds, and lines, then head over to betonline.net. BetOnline is where the game starts, and BetOnline is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please, folks, gamble responsibly. Hello, welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as we're going to talk about injuries right now. The latest not-so-great injuries on the Anaheim Ducks front. And we're going to start with, well, guys who are out for a while right now. Um, I brought this up last week, so I'll bring it up again. John Klingberg is on the IR right now. We don't know how long Klinger is going to be out. Could be a while, but losing John Klingberg for more than a spell, it does hurt the Ducks. I mean, Klingberg does have that offensive firepower for what it's worth. Hopefully, when he comes back, he will be stronger than ever. And this also comes at a weird time because Klingberg's no-trade clause gets changed in four weeks January 1st that's when the Ducks can begin to explore trades for John Klingberg on his one year deal so he's on the IR right now Drysdale of course is out with that torn labrum he could be out for the rest of the season that one hurts another one that well there's a couple more that also hurts first I want to talk about 
Derek Grant, the Elite 1C. Why am I bringing up the Elite 1C? Well, he's out with an injury right now. An undisclosed nebulous injury, whatever it is. He was out for Sunday. And he was out once again on Tuesday's game. Which makes Pavel Regenda going down even more mystifying. Because if you don't have Derek Grant for this week, then surely you've got to, at the least, call someone up from San Diego. Nope, they're not going to do that. I mean, at one point, the Ducks had 10 healthy forwards and that was it. That was before um, who they just got, and I'll talk about that in a second. The other injury, and this one's a big deal. Isaac Lundestrom is out for about six weeks with a broken finger. So without Isaac Lundestrom on the PK, does that mean that the Ducks are going to start employing certain forwards on the PK? Well, early indications are saying yes. We're beginning to see Troy Terry on the PK, which is weird because Troy Terry wasn't really on the PK a whole lot during college. And as a matter of fact, I don't recall Troy Terry playing hardly any penalty killing in his time in San Diego, out of all the forwards that I would think would spend time on the PK, I would think, I would think it would be Mason McTavish. McTavish has experience. McTavish has success on the PK. He's a great defender. A really good defender. I mean, geez. Where have we seen that before? Where have we seen great defense by Mason McTavish? Oh, that's right. Hmm. Yeah, puppy. The World Junior Championship. Remember that little play he had? The gold medal saving play where he batted a stick out of midair? Yeah. McTavish was doing a lot of PK during that tournament and also had a lot of PK time during his playing on the Ontario Hockey League. So I would think if any forward's going to PK, it's got to be Mason McTavish. Got to be. And yet the Ducks stick with 11 forwards. So Lundestrom is going to be out for the foreseeable future. Still no word on Derek Grant if he's going to be back on the next game, which takes place on Friday. The Ducks have a couple of days off after their game. Surprising win against the Carolina Hurricanes. We'll talk about that next time. But I'm still surprised that the Ducks are going to, at least right now, stick with this 11-7 matchup, which for the most part does not work and does not yield great dividends. You could even say the last game, it wasn't all that great because some of those forwards were gassed at the end of the game. One, two, you're really stretching some of your forward lines really thin, and they're just going to be done in about 10 games. And you need some kind of offensive firepower, which is what the Ducks kind of went after a little bit, question mark, I guess. Yeah, the Ducks made another move around the time when we saw that Grant was going to be out, and Lundestrom went to the IR. The Ducks picked up Jason Magna off of waivers. So that makes the Ducks' second waiver claim this season. The first one being Brett Leeson, 
who they picked up off of waivers from, I think it was Washington they picked him up from. And now they've picked up Jason Magna from the Colorado Avs slash Colorado Eagles. The idea was for Colorado to send him down to the Colorado Eagles because the Eagles have been floundering just as bad as the Avalanche. The Avalanche have a cavalcade of stars who are injured right now. In fact, let me go over some of the names as far as I could remember that are injured from the Avs. You ready for this? Uh, McKinnon, he's injured right now. He just got injured recently. So he's going to be out for a short bit. I know that Nikushin, he's out for a while. I know that Josh Manson, he's on the IR because I saw him go on the injured reserve and I went, oh, poor Josh. Man, that sucks. And then you have Landeskog, who might now be out for another four to five weeks. And I can't remember who else is injured. Oh, uh, Bowen Byram. He's hurt as well. So I, I feel like I'm missing a couple other guys. But just those guys alone. Wow, that was weird. <laughs> just those guys being injured hurts Colorado. And the Eagles, they've also been struggling to keep guys playing as well because they've had a couple of guys recently that got sick with a non-COVID illness. And just the other night against the Ontario Reign, Colorado put up a lineup that consisted of half of guys that have played in the ECHL this season. So the idea was to send Jason Magna down to the Eagles, get him some consistent top-line minutes with the Eagles, and try to help that team out. But nope. The Ducks plucked him right up from waivers. And it sucks for the Eagles especially because they're struggling to even put out a decent lineup. So, yeah, that burned him a bit. There you go. Jason Magna, who you might remember. Actually, Goals fans, I think, would remember him more than Ducks fans. Because Jason Magna has definitely burned the San Diego goals in recent memory. Jason Magna is one of those guys that scored multiple goals multiple times in a game against San Diego. In his time with the Eagles this season, six points in nine games, 33 points in 38 games last season. In the shortened season, nine points in 13 games. Before that, 34 points in 43 games in 2019-2020. He's been an AHL All-Star. So he's done well on the AHL level. Another one of those tweener guys that is always right on the fringe between the NHL and the AHL. He's one of those guys. So that's who the Ducks picked up. It's decent depth for what it's worth. It's a depth piece, and maybe he'll play on the next game because we didn't see Magna on the Ducks Tuesday. Didn't see him. Maybe we'll see him on Friday, and the Ducks will go back to a regular 12-6 lineup. Fingers crossed for that. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission and have one more short segment. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. So, 
I started talking about Pavel Regenda, and I'm going to talk about him again because it's his birthday, folks. So go ahead and let's all wish a very happy birthday to Pavel Regenda, who I think turns 23 today. So once again, happy birthday to the young player who's currently in San Diego right now. Hey, you know what? How about celebrating your birthday in the nice sun that we're having right now? He's probably just chilling in SoCal right now. Who knows? It's his birthday. Probably going to the beach. And who could blame him? San Diego has some of the best beaches out there. Mission Beach, that's a fun time. So if you haven't been down there, you know, check it out. It, it's always great. So I'm sure that's what he's doing today. Just chilling. Enjoying the weather. So... Just one other thing I want to just bring up before we wrap up for the day, because I'm going to keep this segment rather short, because we have another podcast coming up. And that is tomorrow. If you're watching this on Wednesday the 7th, then tomorrow, Thursday, December 8th, it's a blood drive at the Honda Center. I almost said the pond, but I have to say it's the blood drive at the Honda Center. UCI Health, which I've advocated for, does a great job. Um, If it wasn't for UCI Medical Center, they wouldn't have saved um, John Bomeister's life. Yeah, remember that from, gosh, two and a half years ago now. It's been that long. Or sorry, uh, Jay Bomeister. Wow, that was... (laughs) Jay Bomeister. I almost... I think I said John because I wanted to say John Gibson for another reason there. But uh, Jay Bomeister, who had that cardiac episode at the Ponda, February of 2020. That's almost three years ago. You know, UCI saved his life that day. So if you can, donate some blood tomorrow and you'll get a Troy Terry bobblehead. And a $5 gift card to In-N-Out, Target, or Starbucks. Um, if you all know me, I love In-N-Out. Love In-N-Out. So that gift card will come in handy. That bobblehead, I wanted to go to that game, but I had another event I had to do. But Troy Terry bobblehead will go very nicely with my Trevor Zegers bobblehead. So yeah, check it out. Tomorrow it's from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yeah, really cool. Donate blood today. All right, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Again, I'm keeping it rather short. Next podcast, we're going to talk about the Ducks breaking their streak hallelujah the ducks actually got a win against carolina that came as a surprise to this guy right here i'll admit just a reminder this podcast is free and available across all platforms including stitcher spotify odyssey apple podcast google podcast podbean you could follow me on twitter at stimpyjd the show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, thank you all so much for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together. <laughs>